There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. August 20th, 2020. Texas Women. A Campfire Surprise. 14 Awkward Things and two fascinating books. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. How are you? I am good. Can't you tell? You're using robotic <laughs> voice. Uh, it's sure very forced. No, I'm, I'm good. I've been very mind dungeon today. Okay. And so it takes a little while to, to warm me up for the conversation. Alrighty. I can appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a thought dungeon cause I'm just, you know, I have a lady brain. Well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's a, it's a male component. <laughs> yes. That's not true. It's not true. Lots of ladies like to live in their thought dungeon. I just... Mine's different. Mine isn't because you're. I feel like a thought dungeon is like a. It's like a dark enclosed space where you can really like dig in. Yeah, it's like a sweatshop for your brain. Ooh, I like it. Mine is much more like chaotic. It's not as enclosed. There's lots of interruptions and intrusions. I don't know what to call it though. I'm gonna think about it for a while. It's like a, a mixture between a fun house and a haunted house. <gasps> it's like. The Fun House Hall of Mirrors. That's terrifying. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in your mind. I don't like that. Wait, why is mine haunted? It's because it's not truly a fun house, because it's not fun. <laughs> it's like on the ragged edge. of. It's like one of those movies for kids that it's like, yeah, this is a little aggressive for kids. Yeah. But then you, once the kids have seen the previews, you can't not let them see it. Right. That's, that's the impression I get anyway. Is it accurate? Yeah, like how we let the twins watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. It didn't even bother them. No, I don't think, fair, to be fair, I don't really think they watch anything that yeah, much. Yeah, they, they kind of bounce in and out. They yeah. mostly, mostly love the State Puff Marshmallow Man. Mm-hmm. Although Slimer. Oh, is, yeah, Slimer's up there. Pretty popular, too, because yeah. they like the slime. They like the slime. Okay. Well, today is August 20, 2020. Ooh, August 20, 2020. If only there were 20 months in a year, we could just get it all in there together. This year's been long enough. I was going to say, aren't there 20 months? Feels in like 2020? the 20th month. Yes. But anyway, um, so yeah, in the Hangout, awesome Courtney had offered some good natured pushback on the episode where we discussed hamburgers and national consumption rates and. All of that, and she stated a very different standard applied to Texas women. Mm-hmm. Now, being the husband of one and the father of two yes. Texas women, I can testify to the fact that standard rules don't always apply to those Texas women. I would say that is fully correct and a very good answer. Thank you. Sense. Thank you. It's taken me a couple of decades to figure out how to navigate these Texas waters, but yes. I'm getting there. They run deep. It's no, actually, well, 
Yes, they do. They run deep. I was gonna, I was gonna try to work in a Guadalupe River reference, oh, but then well, that I, doesn't run deep. No, it doesn't. So then I was like, nope, I messed it up. So just pretend like that didn't happen. We could go the direction that the Guadalupe is cold, and yeah. sometimes you can be very cold and karate chape. Yes, right. That was a <laughs> kind of a mix between. Karate, and then I got a little Hispanic A on the end of Chape. Well, because Guadalupe, you know. Uh, that's what happened. That's what happened. Except, okay. fun fact, in San Marcos, which the Guadalupe runs through, they don't call it the Guadalupe. They call it the Guadalupe. That's true. That's which true. always bothered me, but here we are. Well, you, I don't think it runs through San Marcos, though. That's from the springs, oh. springs on campus that run down yes. there. It's a different, different river. You can still float it. Still cold. Still cold. A lot of rivers run through hill country. A lot of rivers and through there. A lot of river floating. Yes. A lot of rampant alcoholism. <laughs> yup. And uh, nudity. Nudity. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're both just like living in our San Marcos memories for I'm, a minute. I was trying to think if I was going to tell this story or not. Tell the story. Okay. Well, our head coach... When we, when we were going there, I, I went with a new head coach. I'd worked with him at another place, and we'd gone there at the same time. Like He got the head coaching job, hired me to come coach with him. That's how those things work. Yes. Kind of traveling families. Yes. Well, he had graduated from there and also had coached there on either one or two different occasions as he bounced through the coaching world. And so everybody in town knew who he was, and there was a lot of excitement over him getting the job. He was a, a <clears throat> very likable fellow. And so the first, when we got there, the prior head coach had just absolutely raped and pillaged. I don't know if he embezzled. I know uh, nobody proved that he embezzled, stole all of that, but the budget was gone and in deficit. Yeah. And we were needing to operate. So immediately, I mean, we didn't even have a place to hardly sleep yet. And we were out pounding the trails to try to get the boosters excited enough to write another check for the year. And as we were doing so, so again, this is, it's a very, it's a very rural, you're talking about an area south of Austin, about 30 miles. That's very much the South Austin spirit, but a little less pretty about it. Yes. Some people have made the statement that San Marcos is, was settled by a hippie community as they, got to the point where they needed to settle somewhere. And I don't doubt it based on it's that kind of a vibe. Yes, it absolutely is. A lot of uh, a lot of blue-collar work, even amongst the wealth that has been created there around the river industries, people that run tubing businesses. You'd be shocked to know how much they have. Not, not uh, wholly undue to the fact that a lot of that is a cash business, and I feel like Uncle Sam <laughs> may not be getting his fair slice. Uncle Sam might be shocked to know, too. Yeah. Once he got down there, they offered him a free tube ride, and he in saw a, a, a scantily clad <laughs> woman, and he, he forgot all about the tax issues. So yeah. it worked out well. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so we're making the rounds, and, and we do run across uh, a couple who's probably late 40s, early 50s. Um, he'd known previously and forever and all of that and uh, he was wanting to talk to him but knew they were super busy in the middle of their work day and they'd been like and, and the wife was like hey we're going to be down at such and such place she said it with familiarity he knew what it was mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna do a, a late night float and then we're gonna be at this place and uh, you know campfire and all that good stuff come out and we'll we'll talk then it's okay so we go on about our day and we get ready to head out there. And I mean, we're still wearing office clothes. It was a little awkward. Yeah. Wearing semi-nice clothes out in the, the uh-huh. you know, mud and grass and things alongside a river. And yeah. we roll up out there and there's a campfire and several of them sitting around and butt-ass naked and smoking <laughs> weed. And I'm like, all right, good to see you. <laughs> and that was not abnormal. It they is. were not uncomfortable. We were uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. That is one of my favorite St. Marcus stories. We have a lot. That was within the first week there. So yes. it was a it was a very aggressive hello. Very aggressive welcome. Yeah. Speaking of awkward, you have found some I have. Stuff. Let me transition into this first. Okay. 
as I looked through all of the potential material for today, mm-hmm. and this has been a true statement for the last several weeks, there is an overwhelming amount of stuff about wars and battles and skirmishes and coups and is that the appropriate plural of coup? It is. Coups? Mm-hmm. Okay. It sounded weird. I didn't I didn't like it that I said that. Um, <laughs> oh my god. That's terrible. Um, and then a ton of stuff about Olympics and a ton of stuff about baseball and records and it, none of that is stuff that I personally find interesting. Yeah. Interesting enough to share or mm-hmm. look into. So because I am the curator of and the list. the producer. And the producer, I said, I don't, I went through multiple sources and I had one thing mm-hmm. written down. So I was like, man, we may have to cancel today or something. Mm. I don't know. Not in a negative cultural way, but mm. just make up a story. I don't know. August 20th, you're canceled. Yeah. I went through my final, my final two resources, the very last one of which often, and not because it's a last resort, it's just the last place I look in my sequence is Buzzfeed. Yeah. And though there was no news there, I did see from Buzzfeed, uh, a list, 14 awkward things everyone does but nobody talks about. I'm very excited about this. It's a good list. I've been forbidden from reading the yeah, list. I'll I read the to... first one and I started laughing and then Kai was like, stop reading yeah. it, that you're ruining it. I want your so... natural response and I want, uh, then we'll share stories as we have them or how we feel about it. All right, here we go. Number one, watching people sing happy birthday to you. <laughs> Do you like it? I hate it. Oh, it's so weird. It's the worst. You're sitting there like, what do I do? Right? Do do I sing along? Same thing happens occasionally when when people are clapping for like when you, you know, everybody here that's a veteran or everybody that's a father on Father's Day stand up and then the applause starts. You're like, do do I clap too? (laughs) Do I I clap for myself? Do I clap for the others? Right. Maybe if I clap, I'll point the clap at people. (laughs) There we go, yes. I don't count. Exactly. Um, And I don't know if this is later on the list, so I hope I'm not ruining it, but an equally uncomfortable situation is when you are the guest of honor at, let's say, a bridal shower or a baby shower. Birthday parties to some extent, but it's not the plethora of gifts. And a lot lot of times you don't even open your birthday presents like at a party. Mm -hmm. But at the shower, you are expected to open them so people can experience you opening their present to you. Yeah. It is very performative and very difficult and stressful. And I hated it every time. I loved the gifts. Sure. I just would have preferred to have opened them privately so I could... Be not. honest about things. Well, and just yeah. so you can just like not feel like you have to have the same. <gasps> oh my gosh! Right? To every single thing that you open, I can I can appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, and I don't. I think this is a this is a timeless and ageless thing as well. Yeah. Because think about your your little kids. It's what four or five years old. Yeah. Maybe the first time you're singing happy birthday to them, and they're. <laughs> They're, they got that the, creepy cut in their eyes around. And well, in an even more re- honest response, Daisy, our oldest, when she turned one and we had a little birthday party for her and we were singing to her, she burst into tears. Yeah. She hated it. Yeah. And now a wildly introverted child that she is, I can see that she, it was just like the worst yes. moment of her little life. Yes. <laughs> You're destroying me. <laughs> okay. Number two. When you go bowling and you've bowled yeah. and then you have to turn around and walk back to your seat, that it's an awkward forever. It's awkward. It's awkward. And also, I don't, oh man, should I say this or not? Say I don't it. Know. Say it. I always have this weird feeling of like, were you looking at my butt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess what? That's not unique to women. Yeah, that's a weird feeling. And then especially... If something odd happened, and, and I'm not, I'm not a big time bowler. No, no. This is lore that okay. I've heard presented to me. Yeah. But the line that you're not supposed to cross. Yeah. Immediately across that line, everything is is waxed and oh, done yes. to such. A, if you go over just a little bit. Yes, you're gonna fall. Yep. Feet out from under you. You're gonna spank ass on the lane right there. And yep. 
then the walk back's even better, right? Yeah, exactly. And there's no amount of, of self-participation in that humiliation either way Yeah. that makes it any less weird. Yeah. You can, you know, bowl and act like you're not going to watch it finish and go back, but you still feel like an idiot the whole walk back. It, it is. It is. That should be some form of, like when we catch a suspected terrorist, we should take them bowling <laughs> and use that as the <laughs> torture. They have to bowl and, and walk back and forth until they cave and until tell us the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Number three, walking out to the car that somebody has pulled up in to pick you up. <laughs> oh, I hate it. It feels like you're on like some sort of weird fashion runway or something. Right. Like. <laughs> and because you're that, you're not watching, you usually trip on something, yeah, stumble. Exactly, yes. And I never can, you know, you've always got, because the windshield's angled, you've always yes. got, it's either dark and you can't see in the car. Right. Or the sun's shining and you can't see in the car. So awkward. I hate it. More often than not, it seems like that the, the driver then is also on the phone. <laughs> that makes it weird, and you're trying to figure out. And then there's crap in the seat when you're, oh, yeah. oh or the door isn't unlocked. Right. Things right, are right. happening. You try to get in, and you hear them talking. You respond. They were on the phone. It's just stupid. <laughs> they should have to get out and go sit on the porch while you go get in the car, and then they come out. That would be fair. It's so awkward because you're walking and you're like, hello, I'm yeah. here, we're doing yep. this now. And if it's if the driveway is a distance from the front oh, door, yeah. then it's worse. You're just, hello again, still me. Still, still, still waving. Still making my way. Oh, forgot my keys. <laughs> Be back. <laughs> oh. Sounds like we've got a creeper over there. Yeah. I wonder if Nico had maybe had some issues. No, that was a brother that was checking to see if we were done yet. Yeah. Okay, now this one very closely related. It's the opposite end of this. When someone drops you off, yeah, they wait for you to get into the house and then your fumble finger and of your course. keys, you can't get the lock open. Oh, sorry, waving. Never, never is it impossible to unlock your own front door except when somebody is politely and patiently waiting for you to get in the house yep. and you're like, damn it, damn it. Yeah. It's just like everything, everything is bad. Or how about when you get up to the door yeah. And you realize you left the keys in their car. Oh, no. And then you got to do the walk to the car twice. Yeah, that's, I've never done that. And that's then bad. back to the door. Again. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Those are all horrible. That's bad They've news. really nailed the list so far. Somebody who lives on your wavelength wrote this list for sure. Well, I think it was like multiple contributors okay. and they pulled from okay. Okay. those. Because okay. these are terrible, awkward things, and I've never really thought about how terrible they are. Yeah. That right yeah. Now. Well, again, it's it's the things that you never talk about yeah. that are weird and awkward. Yeah. Um, now, this one I think probably more people would be aware of now okay. because of the quarantine period and mm -hmm. utilization of this tool. Yeah. But it's the seven to 10 seconds at the end of a Zoom call when everyone said goodbye, but nobody can figure out how to hang up and Listen, leave the meeting. This is my life because every time I record a podcast with someone, whether on Zoom or on Skype, I hate it. It's so awkward. Sometimes I even, it's so awkward. I will proactively and preemptively when I know we're about to wind up, go ahead and get my finger on the mouse pad to right. get to the hang up so I can just boom, hit it. Cause it's so awkward. Uh, the the first company I worked for when we started in this financial ad advising profession, um, we had, I think it was the first, was it the first Monday of every month? Some first two, something. One of the, early in the month, mm -hmm. we had the monthly sales call. Mm -hmm. Now, this company was different. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the wirehouse setup where you've got 30 people in an office. Right. Everybody had their own separate office, so we did this over the phone. Right. Zoom wasn't a thing yet, but it was a conference call. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's so ridiculous now as I look back because the in that little niche of culture at the time mm -hmm. and, and in how this company trained people to operate, you, you were... You were outfitted with the basics of an office. Yeah. But if you really wanted to look like you were a big dog and everybody wanted to look like they were, whether they were or weren't, mm -hmm. then just as soon as you could afford it, which wasn't always fast. Yeah. Because it, it was a struggle to make some money. Uh -huh. But as soon as you could afford it, 
you got a headset. Oh, hell yes. Now you're talking about the, the age demographic of the financial advisor industry as a whole is like average age, I think, is in the late 50s, early 60s. Uh-huh, yeah. So this is a generation that's, you know, all as you get older, you get slower to figure out the current technology, right? Right. And so while headsets are no big deal to us and anybody younger, that generation, they were just on the cusp of like, oh, I can figure it out, but it's yeah. a struggle, but I can't act like it's a struggle because yes. then I lose my cool. Yes. Um, well, so you've got... My goodness, I don't even 40, 50 advisors all on this conference call, and it never failed. There'd be three or four dumbasses with headsets that hadn't figured out how to mute. Oh, God. And for some reason, whatever we were using for the conference call also did not have the ability to mute all. Oh, no. And so somebody would dial in early and then they'd put it on hold well you'd be stuck listening to the hold music from three or four different advisors offices all chaotically playing no then once it started um you know they'd be calling people trying who's who's is that they're trying to figure it out call people's offices to tell them hey you know you've got your hold music on conference call but then the best would be Somebody wouldn't have that going on. They'd think they were on mute. The call would be five, ten minutes in, and their office administrator would walk in, and they'd start having a conversation over the top of whoever was leading the conference call, and sometimes not very appropriate. Oh, no. And you just, and you knew who it was. Just, oh, you skin crawly. Cringy. Yes. It was bad. Oh, my gosh. What a living nightmare. Mm, now this one's big for me. Okay. To the point where I actually take preemptive measures because I don't like it. Okay. So you're at the checkout register, and this is especially true at the grocery store. You're done, and the cashier either says, "I can help the next person," or she's she's starting to check out the next person's stuff, but you're wrestling to put away your change or your debit card. You're like, "I'm I'm trying to get out of the way. I'm trying." And the, it's a very stressful moment. That's worse than the keys not working in the door. You can't can't get the card back in the thing. Yeah. I, does it bother you? It doesn't bother me. Oh. Because all you do is you just look at the person who's waiting and you just smile and you just go about your business. But you're not one to do that, I don't think. Nope. And I don't receive the smile well either. <laughs> It's true. I think that's most of the time when I'm feeling really awkward, it's because I'm doing a thing that That I don't accept from other people. Yes, that annoys you and it makes it worse. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. I watched one lady, and this has been during, it's the grocer has been so much more fascinating during quarantine because now as well you're forced to keep or you're supposed to keep this distance between everybody as the line paces forward. And so now instead of, you know, people cutting the backs of your heels open Uh with the cart because they didn't see you standing there fumble finger and everything. Yeah. Now they're start and stop. Oh, the distance. And then they're backing up and it's, It's, it's awkward distance. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I like it. It's the awkward distance dance. Yes. Okay. Number seven. This one isn't so much awkward. Is it? It's infuriating. Oh gosh. To me. Whoa. Okay. You're at the dentist, yeah. he or she has their hands yes. all up in your grill Why? and starts to have conversation. Why do they do this? Why? I think they do it on purpose as their own little inside dentist joke. I guess. They're like, oh, you're going to laugh. We're not really doctors. How about having a conversation with eight digits in your mouth? I hate it. Yeah. It, it is very infuriating. I thought you were yeah. going to be, I thought this was going to be silly infuriating. No, but no. Now it really is. This one really makes me mad. One time, this is the last time I went to this one particular dentist, and I liked the dentist a lot. And I liked. He put you under and tried to grope you? No. Well, not that I know of. Um, That was when we played dentist. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You're filthy. No, I, prior to this visit, I had really liked his office staff. They were very warm and friendly. And so I was having some kind of procedure done, probably just a filling. And 
uh, one of his hygienists was talking to me again while she's doing the procedure, but talking about how we have kids and, oh, you must be so busy. And, oh, this was before I started, sort of awesome. And so you don't work and then keep talking, keep talking. And it turns out she was a salesperson for an MLM for some marketing thing. And so she uses the time where I'm literally pinned down in a chair, cannot leave the dental chair to try to hype me up and pitch me on selling, well, first buying the product, but yeah. of course, ultimately being part of her downline to sell yeah. this thing. And it was not a cheap thing. It was a very expensive skincare thing and I was so insulted and so angry I literally never went back to that office good ever again good for you so yeah that's I, not good I haven't thought about that story in a long time how about and this could go this could be multiple different audiences they listed watching TV with your parents but maybe it's your church group or just somebody you're not that familiar with and a sex scene comes on man every time it's every awful. time every time yeah, well, in your house, it got that got you turned off immediately. Like, right. Not turned off, turned off. Like, well, they got the TV turned both, off. Both, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's conditioned for it. If you really want to get me out of the mood, turn on a sex scene on TV now. I'm like Pavlov's dog of sexlessness. It's terrible. Yeah, church group is the worst. I mean, like, if you just even happen to be at something that was not even like an official church hang out but like just like some church youth group kids were together right. so there's not like the youth minister isn't choosing the movie but it's like all the youth group kids right and you turn on and you're watching a movie and then it gets sexy and then everyone's like oh, yeah. oh. oh no. everyone hold up your virginity rings <laughs> <laughs> they're a real thing okay don't make I fun had of one. don't make fun of you them. don't have to convince me i had one yeah yeah. To deflect the sexiness <laughs> from right. the TV. Oh my gosh. It's like a Power Rangers yeah. thing, everybody <laughs> uniting their rings. Beams of light shoot out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, how about stuff. tied to that, and this isn't on the list, but how about when you're talking to somebody and you mention a show, and as you're saying the name of it, you realize, oh, that's not one I admit that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that? Yeah. That's funny. I just have to own all of it. Like I early on in the history of Sword Awesome fully confess that True Blood is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty rough. It's, it is. I hate this word so much. I'm going to punch myself later for saying it, but it is literally raunchy. Yes, it is. And yes. no one should watch it. It should have never been made. And yet it was one of my favorite series ever. Where they failed, they should have pushed just a little bit further. And then it could have been a Cinemax late at night. Yes. Softcore porn. And yeah. They would have been fine, but they, they straddled that ragged line. They certainly did straddle it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much every episode. Yes. Whoo. Okay, how about this? You are either riding in an elevator or you're getting onto one and someone else makes direct eye contact. That doesn't bother me. Doesn't? No, we just smile and... No, I'm not talking about like there's a whole group in there. Yeah. It's just you and one other person. Somebody's getting on, whatever, and, and as the exchange happens, there's that moment of... And then both people look down at the floor and then you spend the rest of the ride, you know, reading Otis Elevator... Oh, that Otis is an interesting times. name. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep reading it over and over, Otis. You're like trying to summon the spirit <laughs> right. of Otis. Yes. Yeah. Otis, save me. Save I left my virginity ring at home. <laughs> um, okay. Well, maybe the, the, I'm part of the problem. You are. You do I it on will, purpose. I will you? look at people in the eye. Because, and I is think it a defense mechanism? It's a defense mechanism. Okay. It's a woman thing. Like, you have to have an air of, like, I'm here. I'm aware. I will not be a victim. So for me, making eye contact, even if it's an, if it's another woman, I don't even think about it. But I will definitely do that. So okay, interesting. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number 10. Yep. Asking your waiter for a refill when they've not actually stopped at your table yet. You're just trying to tackle them as they run by. Hey, can I need a drink. I know. It's awkward, but you have to do you it. You have to do it, but it's weird. It or is. you... Like you're trying to wave them down and like three times yes. everybody's looking at this city. It's just waving. Do you have. That's like, the worst part to me. I don't know, so much mind waving down the wait staff, but then it's like the people around are looking at you. If, if you have several failed attempts. Yes. It's embarrassing. And the people yeah. around you are like, what's wrong with you? Why can you not? Well, and yeah, because when that happens, you're, you're hesitant to do yes, it. Yes, exactly. And so your hesitancy made it not seen, but, and then you don't know, well, should I be more hesitant so nobody sees me do it again and you know, low wave or should I really just hello and big arm wave it yeah. either way you lose yes yes it's, it's yes. a tough place to live yeah yeah okay number 11 saying your own name when introducing yourself or being introduced by someone especially in the weird business world where you also have to list a fun fact about yourself. Oh, that's the worst. I was going to say, I don't mind the name part so much, but yeah, the fun fact afterwards. The uh, Who comes up with this stuff? I don't know. There's a fly in your coffee again. Don't drink Do it. Do not drink it. Go away. Okay. Thank you. I have the fly swatter over yeah, here. I can, I can get him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and when I was coaching, yeah, there's 10 full times, two grad assistants is what it used to be. So invariably you'd end up traveling in groups of four, six, eight, or the whole 12, whatever, and you'd meet another staff, that to me is really awkward to just repeatedly, Kyle Teets, Kyle Teets, Kyle Teets, and our last name's a little different. Yeah. And there's always two or three a-holes who are like, what? What? And you have to say it again, and I still didn't understand that. <laughs> say it again. And then you're just like, you know what? I don't need to know you, and you don't need to know me. Just move along. Shake this hand. Go. <laughs> we were not meant to know each That's other. That's right. Goodbye. Cleanly, if you have that big of an issue with hearing and, and understanding things, you're not a good coach. I don't need to know you. Move along, sir. There are always old white dudes, too, weren't they, doing that? Not always. Really? Tom Herman was like that. Tom Herman? Tom Herman, I, my brush with fame here, I coached with Tom for a while. Tom is now the head coach at University of Texas. Yeah, I cannot believe he was like that. He's he's a very sharp and very intelligent. He is person. very intelligent. I I think more often than not, when that occurs, it is a bullshitty methodology of helping that person remember your name because they oh, made you say it repeatedly. Okay. Which I I think that's a very backwards, yeah, selfish way of doing it. I agree. So that. Okay, number twelve. Walking up a hill or walking upstairs, either one, that super self-conscious feeling about your uncontrollable breathing. <laughs> Trying to breathe quieter, and then you have to breathe harder because you sh shallowed your breathing. <gasps> Those of us who are chronically out of shape will remember that. <laughs> Listen, this happened to me when I was in Lebanon. We Our first day, we went sightseeing, and we were up way way, way up in the mountains, very high elevation. I was by far the most out of shape person there in our group. I could not breathe, but I was so embarrassed that I couldn't breathe. And I was like, I'm going to pass out because people are trying to talk to me. That's right, the worst. Right. People are trying to talk to you and you're like, good. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me. I'll never forget it. Though. When I think of that day, that's one of the main things I think of was how I just could not catch my breath. So when I was working downtown, and I, I can't remember now, I feel like it was 17th floor, but I can't remember for sure. Um, and that's that's a pretty tall building for Oklahoma City. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it wasn't the top floor of the place. It was closed, but 17th floor. And I'm wearing a suit and leather, oh, you know, no. leather sole, dress yes. shoes, all of that. Yeah. And out of nowhere, 
the fire alarms start going off and the PA system is announcing to the whole building, you know, elevators are closed, use the stairwells. Now, I'm not the only one dressed up with leather-soled shoes. Yeah. This is everybody. Yeah. And when you're talking about, so a flight of stairs is, you go down, you turn the corner, you go down, that's that's one. one flight, yes. 17 of those. Yeah. Going down in a stuffy full of people who were panting and breathing. Yes. You're wearing a suit, those slick shoes. Now the, the stairwell is cement stairs. It's very industrial. Yeah. And the front edge of the cement stair has that steel yep, strip on it, on it with no grippy right. sharp corner. So you can, if you're not careful, just foot slide out from underneath you. Well, here we go down the stairs. Now it took forever yes. because not only are you trying not to fall, yeah. And wipe out everybody. Yeah. Everybody else is doing the same. It's super slow. There's four or five people just from our floor that were in their 60s and, and were having to stop. They thought they were going to have a heart episode oh my because gosh. that's a crap ton of stairs. And it, then that's going down the stairs. Yeah. All too. the heavy breathing and, yeah. and, you know, people trying to joke in between gasps so that they wouldn't cry. And we get down to the bottom and literally, and I wasn't in bad shape at that no, point, huh. but my legs were quivery, yeah. just jello from that much controlled concentric yes. contractions or eccentric contractions rather on the way down. Yeah. And then we get down to the bottom and they're like, oh, that was a drill. And there were no small number of middle fingers flown and full expletives released. A drill. A drill. They put... A lot of lives in danger yeah. over that. It was yeah. ridiculous. But the breathing in the stairs was a real thing. It yeah. made it a more humid place to be. Uh, yeah, I could only imagine. Yeah. Okay, number 13. When you are meeting someone face-to-face for the first time, they would referenced a date. Okay. But it could be anybody that you're meeting face-to-face for the first time, and in conversation you've made it obvious that you've already looked up everything about them on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. I'm not a stalker. Mm-hmm. All right, number 14. This is the last one, unless you can think of another one. No. This is the inappropriate reply to a person's gratuitous statement of goodwill. The example they give is being shown to your your theater seat by an usher. The usher says, enjoy the show, and you say, you too. (laughs) Yes, I've done that so many times. No, you can think of any scenario that that has that, where the person tells you to do a thing, that they're not doing. Yes. Yeah. You know what my absolute favorite one to hate is? What? Having a conversation with somebody about business and you say, okay, thanks, love you, bye. Uh. <laughs> it's like, damn. <laughs> Haven't you had a client or two do that? Yes. Yeah. The worst, you can kind of, both of you can can graciously ignore it. Yeah. If you're both, you know, going to hang up. But yeah. then if you're having that extent, the worst is when they're like, well, I love you too. <laughs> then it's like, oh no. You were supposed to pretend that didn't Are happen. you weird or are you being a jerk? Which is it? Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. People. All right. And have you thought of any awkward? I haven't. Sort of awkward today? Sort of awkward. That's what we should have named this. Well, who knows? Sort of awesome, sort of awkward. If it fails, we'll reinstitute with sort of awkward. Okay. There we go. All right. It's awkward being a human, ultimately. Yes. So yesterday, we talked about Jen Sincero's book, chapter 24 specifically. Yes. Of You Are a Badass. Yes. And what an incredible, incredible chapter that is. Um, She recommended in that chapter, she recommended two books that she reads. One of the two, a snippet from them daily, The Science of Getting Rich and Think and Grow Rich. Right. So The Science of Getting Rich. And I hope, just like me, that every time I say this, you and everybody listening here, they have that weird contracty feeling in their abdomen or their their diaphragm area like because of this weird conditioning that we've been under 
Even just the phrase getting rich to me triggers the idea of a get rich scheme. Mm-hmm. So it already has like a negative connotation. And then just like the this whole thing has opened my eyes so much to how very uh, deeply seated our thoughts about money are. Yes. And that we have like it's just so, so, so triggery to talk about money publicly and so, yes, even just saying, even for us to talk about the science of getting rich, I'm just like so cringy. Right. But here we are. We're here pushing, we are. We're pushing through the cringe. So the science of getting rich was written by a new thought movement writer, Wallace D. Waddles. It was published in 1910. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based upon what the author calls the certain way of thinking. Yeah. And that's in quotes, the certain way of thinking. Uh-huh. It descends from the mental healing movement of the mid-19th century with the realization of relief from physical symptoms of discomfort or illness through specific mental strategies. People began to wonder that if the mind could influence how they felt physically, what other things might it be able to do? Could it lead to prosperity, happiness, finding romance? And his writing was a seminal piece Obviously, it's still popular and read 110 years after Mm. it was written. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is amazing. The second book, Think and Grow Rich, was written by Napoleon Hill in 1937. It was promoted as a personal development and self-improvement book, and he claims inspiration both from this previous book and from Andrew Carnegie. Okay, Business Week's magazine, or Business Week magazines, good, I I held a burp in there, that was classy. Um, Business Week magazine's bestseller list ranked this uh, as a number six best-selling paperback business book. 70 years after it was published, it's still ranking that high. Wow. Uh, So though the title and much of the writing does concern income, Mm -hmm. The author offers that the philosophy contained within can help people to succeed in many and different ways. Yeah. So we are going to do, going forward, most probably starting tomorrow, kind of a little mini-series, and we're going to go through these. We're going to start with The Science of Getting Rich. This is available on Audible as well. We would welcome anybody that wants to kind of listen along. I don't think we'll do more than one or two chapters a day mm-hmm. um, unless, you know, we get to it and it's just like, it needs more. But so far, literally every sentence, it's like the condensed, it's like the Cliff Notes version of the encyclopedia. Every sentence is just like, oh my gosh, that's a lot. It's a lot to process. I had to keep stopping it and thinking about what he was saying. And there's just, yeah, it's a lot of mental... That, that was an era of, of less waste of words. Oh, definitely. There's nothing flowery about it. It's right. just like boom, boom, boom. Here Every word you're... costs money to print. Make them count. That's right. Yeah. Probably not a terrible philosophy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start that and, and welcome you guys to either read along or just listen along and enjoy or unsubscribe and leave and be angry. Go watch the videos and shoot spitballs at your computer screen. Whatever it is that that lights your fire. Fair? Have you ever done that? Have you ever like physically yes. reacted to a YouTube video or something? Not a YouTube video, okay. but I can remember. So when we were coaching, uh, we were road game, and I can't remember what it was that came on TV. It was a news something that was related to us. Standing in the hotel room, I was so peeved I threw something at the TV. Wow. Yeah. I've heard of people getting so mad at a book they throw it across the room. I don't know that I've ever had that much of a physical response to a, a text, whether it's a, a video text or book text. You have to try it sometime. Maybe I should. It's very empowering. <clears throat> All right. Well, the watch, read, listen lifestyle portion of the show today has nothing for you to watch. Not really. Um, we haven't watched anything. I just haven't had time. I really haven't. And I was so tired. I actually, I'm trying to do a better job of really listening to what my body's telling me. Yes. And I was so tired. Some nights I've been, you've seen me, up and alert and awake way mm-hmm. into the evening hours, like after 11, which is highly unusual for me. But I just wasn't tired. But last night I was really, really tired. And Nico was sleeping really soundly. 
So I just told Kyle, I just turned it on YouTube videos of bullet journaling, which are very soothing to me. And I was out probably in five minutes. So I'm sorry to have no updates on Unwell. I have not continued to watch it. No need for an apology. Okay. It's fine. All right. Um, what to read? Well, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. It's it's out there. It's there. Or you could go read Jen Sincero's book. You know, I will say this about the reading part. I was reading the reviews of the... Because I was thinking, maybe I should get this on Kindle, too, just to kind of have a, a text to look at. But I noticed a number of reviewers said that in... Formatting. Well, yeah, the formatting's an issue, but also that the editors who, like, republished this particular edition that is available on Amazon right now changed the phrasing oh, to, like, sort of sanitize it. Because a lot of Waddle's um, philosophy is influenced by, like, Hinduism and, like, some other things. And plus it was mm -hmm. written in the 1900s or maybe the late 1800s. So there's some things that are, like, very of that time. Um, and so that they had gone through and like sort of erased and replaced things. That's a shame. And then did you notice at the beginning of the <clears throat> audio version, there's like an editor's note that says like, we have chosen to leave the entire text as it is. Okay. So anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. If you do want to pick up a copy to look and see that the edition that you're getting is authentic to the original text, just realizing like, you know, things yeah. that were written in the 18, late 1800s, early 1900s are... They're going to be different than what you read in right. 2020. Okay. The, the one that we grabbed here was part of a three-pack. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. three audible books of his in one. Yeah. Um, so maybe that helps you identify the one that's authentic on Audible. Yeah. Um, listening. So we, we began the show with the reference to Texas women. Mm -hmm. And in recent days, on more than one occasion, we have discussed Hank Williams Jr., why he drank and why he rolled smoke, why he lived out the songs that he wrote, why he fell off a mountain, his dad's drinking problem, all these things. Well, Hank Williams Jr., for something to listen to, has the song Texas Women. It's a good one. You should listen to it, especially if you've never, if you don't really know anything about Hank, never heard his yeah. music, you ought to go listen to it. That is a great recommendation. If you listen to Texas Women by Hank Williams Jr., if you you'll just be like, okay, this is what Hank Williams Jr. is about yep. right here. Yep. There is a line in it that references women with Houston faces. Which you are. As someone who's born in Houston, I will fully claim my Houston face identity. <laughs> I, I, like, I, am, I have a preference for the Houston face, I suppose. At <laughs> least one, one of them. At least this one, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, lifestyle, do you... Do you want to spill the beans? Yes, spill the beans. Like we'll give out like a we'll we'll spread a handful of beans. Just a couple out of the bag. Just a couple beans. Yes, um, more than two. Yeah. Okay, couples two. So it's a few beans. It's a few beans. Okay. So as we have, is it a covey of beans or a herd? Yes. A passel. A passel of beans. Okay, that feels right. Um, how do you think of these things so quickly? Like right off the top of your head? Because I. I've mentioned before, I have a lot of conversations with myself. I argue with myself. Sometimes I join forces with myself. And so as I'm talking, a lot of times myself is being like, well, what about this? You could have said that. How about this word? Are you serious? Golly, it's really you, annoying. I wish my brain works like that. My brain is like, what's that word? What's the word? Why can you not think of this word? <laughs> well, my, my other self also could be accused of having Tourette's. And so he's not the best... He's not the reliable. Not the best voice in your ear. <laughs> He's not the most reliable narrator. Yeah. That's why I don't talk in church. That makes sense. I'm going to tell Father Novak that's the reason you won't. It's fine. It's fine. Read the scripture yeah. daily mass. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is this word? Uh. <laughs> okay. Um, wait. Yes. So we have been percolating an idea. Not coffee. Not well, and coffee. We, we didn't always... percolate it. Okay. Well, we, we mocha potted it. Yeah, it's a, it's a form of percolation. Mm, maybe. Okay. Different. <laughs> percolation pushes up and then back down through the grounds. Yeah. Mocha pot pushes up through the grounds. And that's it. There's it's no different. second trip. Notice I, for all the video watchers, I've got a beautiful hand motion for what the water does. You do. All right, we are percolating an idea to turn some of the things that we're learning mm -hmm. 
that are transforming our lives and our family life into a book. Yeah. And there's more than just what we've talked about on here. Even oh, gosh, yeah. This, this moment in our lives, we were just commenting on this earlier. This moment in our lives is incredible. Yeah. The number of things that have just all come together at once. Yes. The grand sweeping changes that have occurred in the last six, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing and all very positive and good, exciting, conquering things that yes. we weren't even trying to fight anymore. We'd given up. Right. That's the thing. And we really, a lot of it does impact family life and and some of it is just between us and some of it's just personal development too. It's all the things. So yeah, we don't know what it would look like yet, but both of us do have a ton of ideas mm-hmm. that we're kind of brainstorming through and thinking about. And so who knows where that is going to go. But I would say that in a lot of ways, Awesome Today plays a direct role in that. Yeah. Because as we've pushed ourselves to think about content for the show and all types of all kinds of things. Like, I just feel like it's kind of an outgrowth of us being more mentally engaged, emotionally engaged, those types of things because of the podcast. So we thought it would be fitting to sprinkle a, a handful of beans of this idea. Yes. Out. There's your beans. Today. Have at it. Have at it. What kind of animal eats beans besides the who man animal? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Not sure why that mattered. <laughs> Glad we created some dead air. That was, that's, uh, that's good so audio. Every, every producer shoots for that. That's what can we do? Though? <laughs> Just people start tapping their phone. Like, did the battery? Is it over? Happened. Did, they yeah. free, did their recording cut I didn't, off again? I didn't hear the music to wake me up at the end. <laughs> What's happening? So that's everything. So we can we can say the things and be done here. That was a good down energy note. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. we, we left. We, it was intentional. We left a little space so that all of you who are listening who know exactly what kind of animal eats beans <laughs> can shout it. You can it. shout. You can throw things you at the screen. You can throw your phone. Yeah. Because we don't know, but we yeah. left a little space. Good save. Thank you. Good. <laughs> Less editing. You fixed it. Good. All right. Well, hey, have read read the book with us or listen to us talk about it. Yeah, it, it's really exciting. Uh, the little bit that we're, we've been exposed to. Yeah. And in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye bye. Bye. In the 1990s, in the United States, evangelical organizations promoted virginity pledges amongst its youth members and used a purity ring as a symbol of said commitment. The efficacy of these programs is highly debated. The rings were, in fact, not magic. It would have been a lot cooler if they were. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 